and welcome to Rewind. Today we're talking about CJ X. We're gonna go fast. With me to discuss F-Zero GX and why he's a terrible human being, my good friend Greg. Nyong. That's my... Uh, it's not fast enough, it would be like... Nyong. Yeah, fact, it's... It's not even fast enough, yeah. Hello. Pleased to meet you. Now, shut up. F-Zero GX was released on the GameCube in 2003 in Japan as well as North America, as well as Europe. So I could have just said, in all regions, in 2003. It is our my pick for 2003. It was developed by Amusement Vision, because they did everything good on the GameCube. With, and I don't normally read the producer, but this was produced by Tashishiro Nagashi. Ah! I listened to Mike pronounce that too often. It's not Nagashi, it's Nagoshi. Ah, mm-hmm. Mike is killing my pronunciation of that guy's name. Uh, the director was Hiroyuki Sakamoto, and the composers were Hideyori Shoji. Can't read the Wikipedia. There we go. Daiko Kashi, <laughs> and it is of course in the F Zero franchise. Now that we have done reading Wikipedia, Craig. Yes. What is your history with the F Zero franchise? Arguably the most unloved of all Nintendo franchises, besides Punch Out. I have no history of the F-Zero franchise at all. Uh, so, well, like, I wasn't a Nintendo kid. I was a, yep, I was a, yep. I was a Wipeout PlayStation kid. Wipeout was incredibly fast and awesome. I had never even really heard or acknowledged of F-Zero GX or any F-Zero game, actually, um, until... Well, you like, knew Captain Falcon, right? Like, from Smash? If you let me finish... Dave. Oh, um, I'm sorry, your highness. So the F-Zero GX thing as a whole, I wasn't really aware of it. Today, which was this morning when I played F-Zero GX, I woke up, I had a shower, I took the dog a walk, and then I played F-Zero GX. Um, Was the first time I had realised that Captain Falcon from the Smash Brothers games was from F-Zero GX. I didn't know that until I played this game this morning. Well, he's from F-Zero, the first one on the well, SNES. Well, whatever. So. I didn't know that it was... I didn't know who Captain Falcon was, to be honest, until then. So then it made sense when you play Smash and you've got one of the stages as the race cars, the F-Zero um, racetrack. I didn't... I just didn't know at all. Oh. That's how, that's how little I have on this. Okay, so, so um, F-Zero questions aside... Uh-huh. When you're playing Smash and you're like, hey, there's a guy. I don't know where mm-hmm. he's from. Whatever. Yeah. You're not curious enough to go, okay, where's he from? No. Like, it was the same with Little Mac. I had no idea Little Mac. <laughs> um, until when When did we record that? Like, a, couple, a little while ago. Whenever, a while ago? Yeah, no so, idea. So there's no curiosity in the, oh, I wonder where they're from. No, none at all. I mean, in, in Smash, you can generally answer probably some Fire Emblem game and be right, yeah. like, 80% of the time. Yeah, I mean... But, that, oh, okay. Yes, I, I just had no no real desire to go and look them up. I mean, like, now in future, if I ever play Smash again, I probably would, just because I'm like, oh, God, what, have I, what else have I missed? 
Um, F-Zero was never the biggest franchise. I mean, like, it was a big deal on the SNES because th- this was the game to show off what Mode 7 was. Mm-hmm. Um, I can other see than that. that <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, F-Zero X on the N64 was notable because mm-hmm. it ran at 60 frames per second on the N64, which was, like, really not a thing. Yeah. Uh, it also had uh, a, a cool feature where it would randomize tracks. Ooh. So you would just have random tracks, which was pretty cool. It added a little bit of a life to it. And then you had some like Game Boy spinoffs that I never played because who cares? They're on the Game Boy Advance. And then you have F-Zero GX with the sister game, F-Zero AX. And that is one arcade cabinet that mm. I would love to have because playing this game in an arcade cab would be fab. And I would That'd never say cool. fab, but it rhymes with cab. Yeah. Oh, um, I've got a fact. Mm-hmm. Captain Falcon, mm-hmm. the character Captain Falcon. The, the mm-hmm. um, what? What? What is his birthday? It October twenty third, nineteen eighty five. I well, no, I don't know the year, but I can tell oh. you that it is the tenth of April. Which? Oh, really? Yeah. Um. If if. This doesn't give... I mean, this releases in months. We are recording this on the 10th of April. So I only I discovered this this morning. <laughs> I was like, oh, That's amazing! Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're recording this well in advance because we got some big games coming up and we're going to need lead-in time. So yeah, yep. hi to people in the future. I yeah. hope Corona is dead. Yeah. Um, I hope Deathloop has been released by now. Uh, I hope Craig is not brokenhearted like he was with Fallout 76. Uh <laughs> Okay, so, now, you didn't seem to react to either Amusement Vision or Nagashi, the names. I know. Are you I familiar know, with them? I know Nagoshi. I don't know um, who Amusement Theater is or whatever you said. Uh, Dream Theater. It's the band. They, they made this game. Oh, um, right. Amusement Vision like- are the people behind Super Monkey Ball. Oh, really? I did not know that. This is or, running on a modified monkey ball engine, which is uh, bonkers to me. Yeah, that sounds that sounds mental. Uh, that, okay, that sounds so... Completely, like, Nagoshi-wise, obviously, Yakuza, all that kind of stuff, I've, we've spoken at length. And we will about, again. And we will again, yeah. Ah, um, uh, okay. Uh, so, for me, this was... Uh, Super Monkey Ball was the first time that I ever really paid attention to Amusement Vision, mainly because I think they were a new company and I never heard of them before. And then you find, oh, they're a part of Sega. Uh, mm-hmm. This marks the first major collaboration between Nintendo and Sega. Like this was see, like the thing that got them to start working together, which is pretty cool. Um, okay, so F-Zero GX is a racing game in case you didn't know what F-Zero was like, Craig. Um, it has one or two tricks up its sleeve. The first trick is, oh my gosh, it is so fast. So fast. Uh, Number two is um, you have a boost mechanism where you can boost after the first lap. And you can boost as many times as you want. But your boost gauge is also your health gauge. So it's kind of a risk-reward thing. Like, do I feel safe? Oh, I just crashed. And then died. Um, these games are notorious for their difficulty, which is not something you see in a racing game very often. Um, 
This game is the first one to add a story mode to it where you get these nice little pre-rendered cutscenes of Captain Falcon doing his Captain Falcon thing and yelling about Pontus and stuff. That's the bit um, I hate. Well, that's that's not what you play. You play just the races. No, don't. Um, it's an interesting experiment having a story mode like that to a racing game. It is balls hard, like balls hard. I I finished it once, and I will never try to finish story mode again because thank God YouTube is a thing. God, now I need to try and finish it just to go ha. Because I didn't think it was. Too awfully tricky, but I only did like the first four races before I was like, oh, I just can't be doing this story anymore. Generally, okay, so if you did the first four races, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking about the story mode races, yes. right? Yeah. But, ooh, how's that CG treating you? Oh, it's just fantastic. <laughs> it's wonderful, right? <laughs> um, generally, do you know that, that it kind of looks like a drag race where it's you against Samurai Goro? Uh-huh. And it's in like the rock. That's generally the wall people start to run into. Is oh, right, that okay. race? Ah, oh, I, I um, oh no, I'm not doing no, the whole. I, I didn't find that too bad. But no, it, no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> I I don't find that. It's later on where it starts to get incredibly demanding. But okay. that that race in particular on the like uh, oh boy vintage game FAQs forums was the oh my gosh this is ridiculous. That was the general wall for people, and it was for me too. Like when I first played it, it was. Very hard. Yeah, um, I, nowadays, I cannot, go ahead. No, on you go. No, no. Are, are we go, no. both going to be? Is this a silence? Okay. No, all I was going to say was, if this was at the point where it felt to me like I'm not playing a racing game, I'm playing a game where I just need a perfect run, and at the very last minute I'll win. You know, like it feels yeah, like you need to be. It makes on... it feel time attacky almost. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I don't feel that way about the races. Races. Like the circuits that you can do, which are all named after chess pieces. So, you know, you have your, your rook, your king, your queen league. Um, nobody ever plays the pawn league, which I find a <laughs> shame. Pawn is very important. Um, yes. So let's talk about what this game does good mm-hmm. before we can talk about what the you dislike about it. Speed. Oh, my God. Like, I absolutely not. Like, see the first race and with the jumps over the corners and stuff like that, I was in absolute heaven. It's incredibly fast it's like it, super f- this makes Sorry. wipeout look slow to me yeah I, I downloaded wipeout after this i've yet to stick it on but i kind of i was it was it felt like do you know what it felt like it felt like you know the fact that i've just finished bloodborne it felt like playing that and then going back back to playing yakuza and i'm just like punching people going <laughs> Oh, I'm just punching people. I feel like Where's, when I put on yeah. Wipeout, it's going to be in slow motion or something like that. Like, I, I, I was playing this and Kelsey was sitting there and she's like, oh, you're playing F-Zero again. I'm like, yeah, 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 we're going to do an episode on it. And, you know, I came in like fourth place, my first race. And I'm like, oh, either this gets faster every year or I get slower. I'm not <laughs> sure which, but this game is really fast. Um... I would say it, if you enjoy the speed element, it might be worth sticking with just the circuits. Don't worry about the story mode because yeah. there are some ridiculous races where you're like blasting even faster than normal and you're on a tube the entire okay. race. It is a tube that you can just 360 around and it expects oh. you to 360 around tubes to get through certain obstacles. It is It gets ridiculous. See, that... And my brain plays into that bit of me that loves things like that Velocibox. You know, where it's yes. it's just 
twitch speed and like it it it, it becomes not you're not like it's not a racer or anything it just becomes a twitchy mental speed game and that's what I love this and that's what I can see in this it's the bit I love the most is the speed because you even with the con even with the, the first track and it's big and wide with 90 degree angle corners and you can jump over the corners you need to be absolutely perfect getting around it there's not like you're taking a racing line you're just making it around the corner you're like, <laughs> you're like oh please let me survive this corner uh-huh. um there's a couple of things like like that I always find interesting. Number one is this is not a game where you go ham on the controls either. You need a feather touch mm-hmm. to hit some of these corners because if you pull the, all the way to the left, you just careen straight into the wall. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing is this is one of the few games where I almost need to train my eyeballs to process things faster <laughs> than they I, normally do. I don't know why. I think it's from liking this kind of thing my eyeballs automatically as soon as this is involved so it did it with this today it does it with things like thumper or amplitude or velocibox or anything like that i almost don't focus like at all you know like you're trying to see yeah, a magic eye puzzle almost unfocus yes yeah you're so right. like it, it just instantly you just start absorbing everything on screen rather than focusing on any one bit and it feels good to be able to do that and pick up a game and just go with it it's it's good it's a very good thing the, the things that puzzle me about this are like and this this might be just my lack of skill as a player are like why did you add an attack i don't have uh-huh. an opportunity to attack i'm just trying to make this stupid corner I can't attack people. Or you'll have some things where it's like, oh, to unlock this race or knock out four people in a race. I'm like, what are you, nuts? I'm lucky if I just survive the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there are some things that, to me, feel locked behind a skill ceiling. Like, I've seen perfect runs of this on YouTube, and it is very impressive when people mm-hmm. do it to me. Like, I'll look at a Mario speedrun and be like, yeah, whatever. I might be able to do that. This, it's like you realize, nope, I don't have the skill. I do, anyway. I, I don't have the skill to do that. I just can't do it. Is, um, this, are you t- is a perfect run of this story mode, first place, first place, first place, first place, right the way through in a one-hour? Is that? Either that just- or it's it's circuit mode, the hardest tracks not hitting a wall. Okay. Which seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> um. There is, there has been a spiritual successor to this game, and it's not Wipeout, oddly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a series made by a very small studio that's called Fast Racing Neo. Okay. Um, it was released on the Wii and the Wii U, very oddly, and that was it as far as I know. But take the speed of F-Zero GX, right? I'd say it's about the same speed. Except at a the color switching mechanic from Ikaruga, where there's blue boost patterns and then there's orange boost patterns. And you have to switch between the color polarity oh. to get the boosts. Mm-hmm. Like you would you might genuinely enjoy Fast Racing Neo. Yeah. I thought it was a blast. Uh but yeah, yeah. So this is a dead franchise. It hasn't seen a release since this game. Uh oh. which is eighteen years? Yeah. Like it makes me kind of sad because there's you can see you can see so much potential in this if it evolved and modernized. Oh, this is well, imagine we're already playing this going, online. It'd be amazing. 
Like I would, I would absolutely love it. I, I think it's got more, it's got more potential in there than the, you know, like the first wipeout. I mean, the first wipeout was amazing when you saw it as well. But I mean, oh yes, it was. It's got more potential to tick more boxes, and it is. It mostly hinges on speed. Like for me, I was joking. Like we ended the last episode, and I was like, "Oh, there's one dad." I, I was not being a hundred percent truthful there. So I you think lied. I was doing what the kids call trolling, and um, but there are some negatives. Like I don't get the weaponized version. I, I don't get attacks or anything like that. I just want to race. No, they spin you right out of control too. Have you? Did I, you try using it? No, I didn't. I, I, I just totally not like rolled it to be honest because I was too busy having fun. Um, you do a three sixty in place. The fuck? Why? And it just—I don't know. I—I uh, I, I mean, like the first F Zero was on the SNES, so it's not very fast. I mean, it was uh-huh. fast at the time. Like it was like, oh my gosh, this is so fast at the time. Now it's okay, Grandpa. Let's get going. Um, and you could bump other cars into the walls and make them explode. Which was fine. I mean, like, you could do that here, too. Um, mm-hmm. Good luck, if you'd like to try. But I, I don't see it as a major part of the game. And I'm wondering no. if they were a little insecure about people just wanting a racing game. And so, well, let's add this attack part. I mean, it's kind of legacy, but there'd only been, like, two games before it. So, okay. eh. Um, the, see, I have a theory. Oh, go ahead. No, you. You have your theory. I have a theory as to why this franchise died. Like, Punch-Out, I I don't quite have a theory as to why it died. But this, every single F-Zero game, including the one on N64, which the idea of a tech showcase on the N64 is laughable, (laughs) but uh, every F-Zero game was a tech showcase. Look what our system can push. Yeah. Um, Nintendo stopped doing that. Like, as a whole, they just kind of, they no longer partook in the graphics game Yeah. after this. No, it it becomes a Wii Sports. Gimmick. Look what, look yeah. what the actual physical tech can do. It's not graphics. Because it, it never not, was yeah, graphics. what we can push. It's never graphics. <laughs> well, um, no, that's a lie. It used um, to be. It, it used, used to be. Yeah. Like, GameCube, I believe, I could be mistaken on this, tech wise the gamecube was the most powerful out of that generation i think the xbox is really neck and neck with it but i think mm-hmm. the gpu of the gamecube is a little oh, bit okay. higher i didn't i didn't know that it definitely it kicks the shit out of the ps2 i know that um, yeah, in yeah. terms of graphical prowess so they used to i mean if, if you look at gamecube games you have this even mario sunshine like mario sunshine and wind waker were like impressive yeah. as hell yeah and I always, I always decided, wrote it off no. to, like, I think at some point in life, maybe around this time in life, I equated graphic fidelity to realistic. No, realism. Sorry, that's the wrong word. Yes, yeah, well, so, we all did, yeah. So, like, Suttonshine is like, yeah, that looks, or Wind Waker, that looks great, but it's ca- it's a cartoon. Of course it's going to look great because it's easier to do. Clearly it's not because it, they look great today, and that's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, uh, here's a good example, right? Like, um... This is only, what, like two years? Maybe even less, like maybe a year and some months, to be fair, off of SSX Tricky. Yeah. And it's on equatable hardware, but this looks so much better. Like, I, I don't, I'm even talking like on pre-rendered cutscenes. 
it just looks nicer than SSX. Um, the PS2 is probably my favorite console of this generation, just because of its library. Its library is enormous and great. But GameCube, if I generally, if I can buy a game on the GameCube, I'll buy it on the GameCube and deal with the stupid little mini discs because it does look nicer. Do you do you play you play it on the GameCube? You don't play it on the Wii. Well, n- now I play it on the Wii, but I meant like the okay. GameCube version. Oh right, if okay. I, can... I oh god, sorry. Yeah, I'm with you now. I don't, I don't know. Like all my SSX games were on GameCube, on the ga- right, but this yeah. time I was like, oh, I'll try the PS2 version, and it it, okay. lo- it looks worse. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what oof. was I going to say? There's not oh. Oh, the dud. You you said, oh, there's a... Mm. Right, yeah. So the duddiness, it was the attacks and stuff. Like, I like the weapons and Wipeout. I think it's very... I like that. I don't quite like it in this because it's just built for speed. I really, really didn't like the story mode. I really didn't like having oh, no. to... I really... It was really off-putting. So my first ever experience in this entire series is the story mode of this game, and it was so off-putting. It's, I, I just, I, it feels like fluff and filler. That it's a bit like story mode in a fighting game or some. I, I can't remember when we had yeah. that conversation. It just feels so unnecessary. Oh, wow. Um, I think this was Nintendo saying, "Hey, we never did flesh out mm-hmm. what." Captain Falcon is he was just kind of a mascot let's yeah. try to flesh him out and I think the general consensus is it was a cool idea but it was a mistake okay like, right. so uh, I, nobody I, people only bring it up because of the difficulty of story okay. mode um Fair. yeah like like most people I know it, it's all it's always the circuits like oh you know wow King League ah jeez it's awful um yeah when you start getting like multiple 90 degree turns at once and you're going like 500 <laughs> miles an hour it's really hard, um, but let's bring let's bring something interesting about racing games. Okay, this game conveys speed more than any other game I've played, and I don't I can't put my finger on why, right? Because I've played a bunch of racing games, everything from you know the original Gran Turismo all the way up to like. Jeez, I almost said GT Sport. It's like, no, Dave, that's just Gran Turismo. Um, <laughs> everything up to, well, Fast Racing Neo, right? Um, and nothing conveys speed like this old game. And I don't know why. Like, even Blur and Split Second and Burnout, they don't seem as fast yeah. as this game. And I didn't know if you had a game where it's like, no, I play this only for like the feeling it feels like to play this game. Because this um, is in pretty steady rotation for me. Oh gosh! See, that's where like it would never be a race. Like if I want speed, my mind goes Twitch gaming, so it goes Velocibox because that's just incredibly difficult. I think I've beat that once actually. Come to think of it now, but you know what I mean. Like I'll look, I'll even look on my the phone app store for a shitty Twitch game just to play something twitchy. Um. The racing game that I can think of that I would play to feel speed isn't this, oddly. Before this, it would have been Trackmania and just trying oh, to okay. play something. And it's it's markedly slower, but that's because this, the feeling of speed from this comes from the speed of the car, but also the tracks. The track design is mental. And in Trackmania, if you dig about, there are fast, fast tracks. Um the only other thing that I can think of speed-wise is like a rally game. 
to be honest. Which you if, don't go very fast in rally games, though. You don't go fast, but it's tight. And this is why I think the track plays into it as well. It's tight, and you're trying to be fluid. It's it's that feeling, and it's it doesn't all just rely on speed. It relies on a culmination of things to get that fluidity and, and uh, precision. That's what I'm trying to say. Is, uh, that's that's not a bad theory. Like, is it the demandingness of the game that makes it feel fast and then ends up kind of, I don't want to say flustering you, but you're like, mm-hmm. oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, while you're doing it. Is it just how demanding the game yeah. is? I th- well, that's my, my theory. The prevailing theory then would be you're going 500 miles an hour and you're going left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. It's really demanding and it's fast, but it's, it feels just as demanding and fast as going 200 miles an hour in a rally car, but having to power slide round a, a corner that only fits the car. <laughs> and there's a brick wall okay, there. Yeah. And, and it's, <laughs> you know, there's a brick wall and if you clip it, you're going off and there's a cliff around the other side. Or something like that. Or in track mania, if you get a particularly fast track that's tight, you can slow down the car but it's 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 more than just the, the physical. It's not just five hundred miles an hour that makes it. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, the only game I could equate this level of speed to is when you mentioned earlier, um, Mickey Speedway USA. Uh, no, it, it, it's Thumper. Oh yeah, yeah. Thumper felt fast. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's very restrictive fast. It was mm-hmm. uh well. You're you're just gonna do these things, and I I don't know if I've ever played Velocibox actually. Yeah. You should um, you should really give it a shot because it's it's super good. I won't I won't have to give it a shot. It, it's kind of like one of those things like Resogun where it's like oh yeah I'm gonna play that at some point, and then a generation later I'm like ah oh, still haven't played Resogun. Yeah, I actually I, I think I played that like two or three weeks ago weirdly <laughs> for the first time because I thought oh, I'll give it a shot. It must, yeah, I always hear about how great it is. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about in terms of, you know, oh, hey, this is a really cool thing this game does. Yeah. Other than what it does, it does very, very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you're if you feel like a Twitch, fa- and I don't want to say Twitch, right? Like I, yeah. I kind of buck up against the word Twitch because Twitch makes it feel like you make one wrong move, you're dead, like a smile. Yeah, yeah. It's not. And that's not that. this. No. Although, um, out of curiosity, like uh, you did play a circuit, right? Like, or did you mm-hmm. just play story? Oh okay. no, a circuit. Oh no, hang on. By circuit, do you mean just a standard race, or do you mean the specific circuit thing? Well, uh, the the circuit is just four specific races, where like Mario Kart, it's like the cups. Okay, yeah, I did a couple of those. Okay, um, did you did you pick up on okay if I boost my health goes down and then I gotta hit these certain strips? No, is that the glowing strips? Oh. They run yeah, up the, like, the glowing oh. strips restore your health. Yeah. Okay, right. I did notice that they restored something, but I wasn't quite tying together the whole. <laughs> Does it explain it anywhere, or are you just supposed to? Is it nope. like a... Okay, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was one of those in the manual kind of things. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I didn't um, notice, but I did notice these mechanics happening, but I didn't. I didn't really. I was just racing. Yeah, like, there's also a rival mechanic, kind of like SSX. Um, it's been a while since I've read the manual, so I don't quite know what that does, other than maybe you get extra points if you beat him. I I don't know. 
I don't know what happens. Uh, if, if you finish a cup, you get this nice little cutscene with uh, janky models where a guy interviews you and you get to choose a, an answer to like, hey, how did it feel out on the road today? And you're like, uh, it felt great, I guess. Uh, which is kind of weird. It, it feels very arcadey. There's the other question I have for mm-hmm. you that just reminded me. Whew. Does this feel too arcadey without the story mode? Does this feel too arcadey without the story mode? No, I... like like you know how when we used to buy arcade games, there was not a lot of meat to them because oh, it's just the arcade oh, game. I no, I like that. Like if I don't think it can be too arcadey because all it does is it focuses you on the racing. Like I think that's a good thing in this case, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, cause, cause there was a thing for me of like, I wouldn't buy arcade games because there wasn't enough justification for me to sit there and play it. Like if you buy the home version of Galaga, well, you're just getting Galaga uh, and boy, yeah. that game gets boring after a while. I mean, Brandon, yeah, that's, that's where you're all This here, is but. completely different. That's like, if you take out all the crappy story stuff and maybe put in some like, well, there is already the, the championship type things. I don't think you need anything else. It's a bloody racing game. It's not. Yeah, but for me, that's like that's why I've always gravitated towards Gran Turismo because, oh, you have a career mode or a Forza mm-hmm. where I can fix up my car, I can add things to it. In this, it's like, do you want top speed or do you want acceleration? Sure, you can do a little bit of stuff in the garage, but all of that adds to at least, okay, this feels like a home game. I'm okay, meant to play I this see. for 20 hours. Uh, this also had that really cool thing that was happening back then where you could like bring a memory card from home and slap it into the arcade machine. Really? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know yeah, that was I, a thing. Uh, oh, Neo Geo was the first one to do that. Oh. Like you would get these little memory cards and if you're playing like, you, let's say Super Baseball 2020 at the arcade cabinet, you're like, well, I have enough money to play three innings, but I really want to finish this game. So you print out a Neo Geo card and then you can pop that back in, pop in more quarters, and pick up right where you left off. It's a very cool idea. But uh, there were a couple racing games that did that in the arcades. Like the initial D racing games did that. Where it's like, oh, I'm going to keep my win-loss record on this little card. And then you insert the little card. That was a cool idea. Never got to play it in the arcade, though. Always wanted to. Never, never saw it in an arcade. So if you're looking for hints on Christmas presents, Craig, <laughs> and an F-Zero arcade machine would be amazing. I'll kick my kid out to keep that in the house. Um, so yeah, uh, this isn't going to be a really long episode because this is a very singular focused game, and I think it excels at what it does. Craig thinks it's awful. I, um, I, hates Captain Falcon, worst Nintendo character ever. I don't get him. I don't get him at all. No, he's kind of paper thin, and that's fine, as long as he does a falcon punch every once in a while and punches Ganondorf in the face. Who cares? I don't care. Um, I can't name you one Nintendo game where they had a good story. <laughs> Can you? Hmm? I, I mean, my Nintendo knowledge is already lack. I can't, I'm like, you could see right now, can you think of a Nintendo game? And I would struggle at the moment for some strange reason. <laughs> well, we did a couple. I mean, we did we did yeah. Zeldas. Yeah. We did two Zeldas. I mean, maybe Majora's Mask, but that's, that's about it. Like, um, I don't play Nintendo games for their characters. Much as I love Donkey Kong. Uh-huh. Um, all you need to do is tell me Cranky is, is the original Donkey Kong. And I'm like, yeah, that's enough story for me. This yeah, is great. Never... 
Oh god, damn it, Dave! I've just had a what? theory. Yeah, something something happened the other day, right? So this is actually for the SSX episode. I'm really sorry. Right, you know, we're saying, like, all these sports died out. It's just a race. SSX is just basically Mario Kart. It's just, like, you're just racing. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Why is Mario Kart still a thing and SSX isn't? And, yeah, some of it is sports and stuff like that. But some of it is just, like, Mario Kart prevalence. Mario Kart is, like, Laura knows what Mario Kart is. So I got Crash Team Racing the other week, and I was wanting to play it the kids and the family and we'd have a wee competition and she was like oh I can't be bothered and I was like well it's basically Mario Kart with Crash Bandicoot and she was like okay then and I was like <laughs> that's part of why my karting is still a thing is it's just so good and it's it's just basic fun without it's it's more relatable and easier and more accessible and all that kind of stuff sorry this is the end of the SSX episode I'm so sorry <laughs> so what you're saying is you don't think you could get Laura to play F-Zero GX no. Well done. Thanks for bringing that round. I don't think I could get her to play SSX. Tricky. You couldn't say, all right, so imagine Mario Kart on 200cc, <laughs> except faster. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I mean, Nintendo might be the only company where a game title is synonymous with a genre. Yeah. Like, other than Souls. Yeah, Souls yeah. is, like, the only one. Um yeah, yeah, because if you say kart racer, my brain does not go to Konami Crazy Racers or what was Wacky Race? Wacky, we- Wacky, Wacky Wheels. Wheels. Wacky Wheels. Uh-huh. It goes directly to Mario Kart. And I still have that thing where you say platformer and my brain goes, oh, Mario. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's so baked in. But yeah, I, I can understand that. Like, I couldn't I couldn't get my wife or kid to ever play F-Zero. Like, I, I got my kid to play it and I was like, so... What do you think? And she's like, it's fast. It's very fast. I'm like, yes, yes, it is. That's what everybody says. Um, but I couldn't get them to like sit down and all right, let's have let's you know have a family tournament thing. Uh, Mario Kart, I could like right now, like I could get my family to come in and play Mario Kart, Mario Party, whatever. But yeah, um, this is not synonymous with racers. This is just a weird offshoot that really sh- I'd love to see one on the Switch. Like, no, to be fair, I'd love to see one on any system capable of better graphics than the Switch. <laughs> um, because I think that's some of the, the glitz this has is it looks really good for its time. And if you scale that back to where it was, like, I wonder, would it work if it was just speed and not graphically impressive? Mm, like, for me, yeah. Because, like, you, okay. For me, definitely, yeah, because it doesn't matter. It could be, like, a stick and a ball and you have to just navigate the ball around a stick and as long as you have to do it fast I'll enjoy it so I tie into that bit more than the look of it like this could have been anything this really could have been anything and I would have enjoyed it because of the oh, see for me uh, I think so, the thing for me the theming in, in there is the graphics uh, it does add a lot to me because mm-hmm. I didn't grow up playing stick and ball okay. I, I played real games so yeah, okay, uh, no, yeah like 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 for me as i get older i'm more and more willing to say how important i think graphics are because you don't say that on the internet craig you don't say graphics are important it's all about the gameplay i know I, th- I think graphics are incredibly important as well so i i completely agree so um i was thinking about this with eternal darkness right i'm gonna play eternal darkness straight at the end 100 percent am but my immediate gut reaction was 
oh, I would totally play all of this if it came out in a remaster for the PlayStation. I so, know, right? You know what I mean? I would totally do that. Yeah. And it took it took me a wee while to get rid of that thought and go that, no, I'm actually just going to play it on the GameCube. This is ridiculous. But it's still always going to be in the back of your mind. Like, any time yeah. I play... Uh, games from this era, it's like, man, a remaster. Don't touch anything, but a remaster would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's just something we now have to live with because games look better than we ever thought they ever could. Um, so, yeah. Um, along with Eternal Darkness, this has been a GameCube uh, powerhouse. And uh, the, these years might always be, to be fair, until I run out of GameCube games to talk about, like, I would love to see, and I know you hate the game, Craig, but I'd love to see what you think of Mario Baseball. Because that's another franchise like Mario Sports that I'm very sad it died. Like, a Mario American football game? Yeah. I'd kill for Amer- one another of, Mario one Soccer. My, one of my biggest questions always of all times and it might have been answered or maybe it's just stupid or maybe it's just money in fact it probably is likely money but why wasn't like Wii Sports just like Mar- why Why didn't they just skin it as Mario why didn't they make a Mario Sports as the, the inbox I, game I actually do know that answer okay what is the uh, answer the reason why Wii Sports was not populated with Mario characters was they wanted to appeal to people that weren't video game players and uh, the moment you slot Mario in it screams video game okay I don't. A, I honestly don't know if it would have sold as much if it was like, ah, it's a Mario sports mini game because they tried that and it didn't sell well at all. Okay, right. You've sold me already. So, well done. But now, when like everybody on Earth knows who Nintendo is, like everybody, people that don't even play games know Nintendo. It's it's fine. I I don't know why. Like they did come out with that new Mario Golf game, and I'm totally gonna pick that up because that looks fun. But I miss the Mario soccer, the Mario baseball, the Mario basketball. Yeah, I, I miss those. Because we don't get a lot of sports games, let alone goofy sports games. Yeah. And racing is a sport. And racing I think is. it's a sport that could be uh, done a lot better than Little Big Planet Karting or Mod Nation Racers. Even though I know you like Little Big Planet Karting. I've kind of gone off it. I played it again. We re the stairs and I was like, oh, Dave's right. <laughs> and that's how every episode should end so you know what we're gonna leave it right there uh if you have any thoughts on fcogx or you know what even if you've played the cabinet like i'm very curious to see uh if you prefer the cabinet or the home version because i don't think the cabinet had the story mode in it it was just mm, put a quarter in you're racing mm-hmm. uh you can do that at the bitaffect.com where we have <gasps> uh, a bunch of yes dave dave my Sorry, because it doesn't want any further question. You know, you've just said we should end it with me saying Dave's right, because Dave is right. Yes. Before we started recording, dear people, Dave said, what's the topic that we're going to bring up if we run out of things to talk about? It's because I've suddenly realised that Borderlands is pretty crap. Dave's right again. Oh, okay, okay, okay. we got to remember that. Remember that, because next episode, we will discuss... Craig, what's the game? Borderlands 3, apparently. <laughs> no, no, no. Nominally... Uh, uh, the game is uh, Splinter Cell uh, Pandora Tomorrow I nearly said Chaos Theory again I've saved the file uh, as Chaos Theory that's a good one too because we got a bunch of like Tom Clancy Sam Fisher yep. uh, okay so tomorrow tomorrow 
tomorrow. Uh, next episode may be a bit of an extended jaunt because we need to explain why Dave is always right. Um, I, I'm not, but I like to pretend that I am. So, <laughs> again, thank you very much for listening. I would say this ranks up there for the Do Try. Uh, even if you just emulate it for 10 minutes, this game is worth trying because it's so fast. <laughs> and... Uh, quick, you didn't do Final Thoughtsies. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is... This is just, uh, what can I say? It's it's a pretty decent game. I don't like the story mode, and I don't think I think it should just be focusing on the racing. And I really enjoyed it. Go and go and play it. Do not. I wouldn't recommend watching a YouTube of this one because it'll be YouTubes of people doing, you know, like good. Way whereas, better than you ever will. Yeah, you need to experience <laughs> it to know what the game is all about. Because as we said earlier, it's the feel of it. It's that feel that is the good thing. Agreed. So Craig's right. Mm. And, uh, well, uh, next we're doing Splinter Cell Pandora tomorrow, and we will catch you next time. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to us.